eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back, everybody. Another edition here of the Auburn Undercover Podcast on the 24-7 Sports Network. My name is Nathan King. Joined here by our recruiting experts, Mr. Christian Clemente and Jason Caldwell. This is the last SEC home game of the season for Auburn. So, of course, a lot of big recruiting implications in terms of visitors, even though they've got an interim head coach. This has turned out to be a pretty exciting weekend for Cadillac Williams and his staff to bring in a lot of important recruits, not only for the 2023 class, but as I understand, the 2024 is going to have some big guys on campus as well. Um, you guys, I was looking. I didn't even. I didn't even think about this. You know, this is the last SEC home game they'll have until Week Five of next season. Is when they host Georgia, um, and so pretty important one here on Saturday. Regardless of you know, Cadillac Williams probably won't. Probably pretty low chance he'll he'll be the head coach. He'll probably be somebody else. But Christian, this is uh, this is a really big weekend for this staff. And um, man, there's there's you put up the running visitor list um, that obviously is running on our website right now for uh, for subscribers. And uh, walk us through some of the official visitors they've got they've got on campus this weekend because they've got they've got some pretty big ones. Seems like they can make a pretty big impact with this game under the lights in a game where Auburn fans should be pretty energetic. Yeah, so they've still got you know they've still got some official visits left um, of the allotted you know that you get from the NCAA, and every guy that you're getting in now can come back once the new staff is uh, brought in in December. So now you're getting guys in that you're saying, hey, come in now, come enjoy the experience come enjoy the stadium, you know, come enjoy a game. And then once, you know, whoever gets in in December, come back and hear their vision. Because right now, all you can do is sell these kids on Auburn University. And so you kind of have to, you have to keep pulling them along a little bit. So Auburn will have a couple commits in um, on official visits. You know, Dequavius Sori, the four-star wide receiver commit out of Chipley, Florida. Um, Clay Whedon, the four-star offensive lineman commit out of Tampa. Um, and then some of the, the the four big ones, you know, that you probably really have your eye on are the guys that are committed elsewhere, or not committed at all. And um, you've got four-star linebacker Stanquan Clark um, out of Miami Central. He's teammates with Ruben Bain, the big edge target. Um, now, Stanquan is committed to Louisville right now. And uh, 
Miami and Auburn are kind of the two schools making a push for him. He visited earlier for the LSU game. Um, now he's back for this game on an official visit, and you know maybe you'll get him back in December as well. Um, along with him, you've got his teammate, three-star wide receiver Lamar Seymour, um, another Miami Central guy, and you know that's a guy who he's committed to Pitt. Um, and we saw Auburn go down into South Florida last year and get a Pitt wide receiver commit in Camden Brown, and he seems to be turning out pretty well as we all kind of thought he would. So you got him. You've got another linebacker coming in um, in three-star linebacker, Brian Monwell out of Nashville. Um, he's kind of an interesting one. Doesn't have a ton of big offers, but um, Christian Robinson went and visited his school during the bye week a couple weeks ago and really liked what he saw. An offer came a few days later and now they've got him in for an official visit. And I think he's really moving up the board pretty quickly. And then the last one is another guy out of South Florida. Um, that's Edwin Joseph um, out of Chaminade Madonna Prep down there in Hollywood, Florida. Um, he visited for the LSU game as well. A lot of these kids, these South Florida kids visited for LSU and are coming back for this game now. And you know they had a lot of really good things to say about LSU and uh, just that game experience. And I think it might even be better this weekend. I mean, from what we've seen, a sold-out Jordan-Hare and just the fan excitement around Auburn right now, these kids could be in for a really, really special visit this weekend. Jason, just how important is this from a long-term perspective? We've talked on here many times about how because of some of the recruiting issues, depending on the guy you get in, you can fix things relatively quickly. Also, the fact that what you guys have talked about, not a ton of decommitments from this class. Maybe you see a guy like a Jeremiah Cobb go go to Georgia or something like that, but it's not going to be a complete blow-up in this class. So, like we mentioned, Cadillac Williams – probably a pretty good chance he'll be on the staff for, for the next head coach, but you know, it's going to be a different staff in place, but it's, you look at this visitors list, it's kind of a who's who of guys that Auburn has either been in the mix with really well, or kind of, you know, I, I look at a guy like a Lewis Carter and, and, you know, guys that they've and like, like Mitchell, you, you kind of have thrown darts at those guys and, and tried to try to get them in as best as possible. Um, how important is it to have all these guys on campus, even though this is going to be a completely different staff in just a few weeks? Yeah. You know, Christian ran down, the official visit list, um, the unofficial list is, is, is even more impressive. And yeah. the biggest thing about it is, is these guys are back. It's not first-time visits. Like, you know, James Smith, Quay Russaw from, from Carver Montgomery, if those guys make it back on Saturday, I think it would be the fifth game they've been to, which is remarkable considering the way this season has been. That's just this year. Um, Tony Mitchell, uh, kid is committed to Alabama, has taken an official visit. I think it would be the third time he'd been on campus this year. Um, Bo Hughley, Jelani Thurman, obviously those kids from, from Langston Hughes have been at Auburn a bunch. They've probably been half a dozen times or more. But Reuben Bain, um, kid that is a big-time pass rusher from Florida. You mentioned Lewis Carter. Darren Reed's got to watch. Darren Reed from LSU Commitment from Columbus. Um, another guy that's been back a bunch. And so that's just, Yeah, I mean, just think about just, just the, that group of guys. And you get a few of those guys. And all of a sudden, it changes the impact of a class dramatically just that quickly. And so getting these guys back on campus is massive because this weekend is kind of the definition of what we talked about in in Auburn recruiting for years, which is Auburn sells itself. You hear players talk about it. You hear Cadillac talk about it. This is the the weekend that happens. Um, No matter who the next coach is, Saturday night, full house, Massive Tiger Walk, fans, excitement. 
it's going to have an impact on this recruiting class and future recruiting classes, even though these guys right now don't know who the next coach is going to be. But what they do know is that Auburn people are going to support and show up and, and be behind them. And, man, that to me that may be more important than the X's and O's and who the coach is because we've seen it. Those things change. They're going to change, um, change all over the country. And so I, I look at Saturday as, as, I don't know, one of the more – one of the more important recruiting weekends in my 20 plus years of doing this, just because of the potential impact it could have down the road. And even in this class, and you're right, Nathan, it could have a big impact right now because those are some guys that are, if you weren't in, still interested in Auburn, they, they, they know that Auburn doesn't have a full-time head coach right now and they're still coming. And yeah. when that happens, that means that it's Auburn, that it's Auburn interest. And, you do, you do that and then plug in a guy that they connect with pretty quickly, you have a chance to, I think, to, to make a massive impact in a short time in this class. Yeah, it's like the stat you saw, I think it was on the board and on Twitter a little bit. It was, I think it was, you know, 17, four and five star kids were going to Alabama, Ole Miss, uh, at Ole Miss. And then you've got, I mean, it'll probably end up being 30 plus four star and five star kids going to watch three and six Texas AM versus <laughs> three and six Auburn. And it's like, that just, you know, you want to talk about the coaching search a little bit. That just speaks to what Auburn is. People would say, oh, why would Lane Kiffin leave Old Miss? That's why. Auburn is Auburn is an attraction. Even where it's at right now, kids want to go see Auburn. They want to experience Jordan Hare. They know what the fans are going to be like. They want to be there. That's why. Gives you that baseline. Kind of, I thought Jason did a good job of explaining that there, that it, it's – it's Auburn regardless of, of the coach that comes in next. And I think it hits home for these kids that, you know, reinforces over and over again. These are the kids that have kind of had to deal with this for the better part of the last year, kind of waffling back and forth on what might happen with Brian Harson. We talked about it about a week ago, Christian, you know, the importance of the kids who commit and say, it's, you know, it's not for the coaching staff. It's, it's, it's because I love Auburn, that sort of thing. The visitor list here and, and how big of a recruiting weekend this is, that sort of hits home on that point that that is how a lot of these big time recruits, like you mentioned, 30 plus four and five star, you know, tons of blue chip recruits. We're not just talking about, you know, three star guys. Um, you know, that that's how a ton of those kids view the program right now. And so, like we mentioned, that gives you a chance. You're up here. You can elevate it even further um, depending on what kind of head coaching hire you make and how good his recruiting chops are. Quick question on Facebook here that I want to just get y'all um, to get on just because I mentioned Jeremiah Cobb. Um, that's just a guy that we've brought up recently. I know he's wearing the Georgia towel at the most recent game. Um, I guess, Jason, what are your thoughts on on where he is right now? I know he's he's sort of the biggest flight risk of this class just because of how talented he is and, and the other big-time programs that are looking at him. Yeah, you know, it, it has to be in question at a minimum with Georgia offering with what they've done, obviously, on the field and at running back. But I, I really think that if, if Cadillac is part of this staff and he's here, then I think Jeremiah Cobb stays at Auburn. So, to me, that's where I think this one goes is, is that – that connection to Cadillac um, and and seeing what the potential is for Auburn moving forward, knowing that there's going to be an opportunity there. I mean, I I, I would say 99.9% that that Tank Bigsby will be gone after this season, in my in my opinion. You're Jeremiah Cobb, you go, look, I got a chance to jump in there right away and play. And, you know, it's, it's all, again, it's, it's Auburn. Um, he's committed to Auburn and remained committed to Auburn despite the struggles this year and decommitted. And so I, I think that one, to me, that one is tied a little bit to Cadillac. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think Georgia's kind of not slow playing him. I think Georgia's after Justice Haynes still. 
um, as their main targeting of the Alabama commit, who's a Georgia legacy. So it could be a situation where, you know, maybe Georgia doesn't get Justice Haynes and then really close to signing day, they make a really heavy push. But I'd agree completely with Jason. As long as Cadillac Williams is here, it would be hard for me to see Jeremiah Cobb flipping. What do you think overall, Christian? You had a story on it a while ago, um, and it's been it's been more than a full week now since Cattle and been like you know ten days since he's been named the interim head coach. And you've you've seen it on the recruiting trail. You've seen it with offers that they've made. Um, you've seen the assistant coaches going out there and and, and working hard. Um, I guess just what kind of efforts have they made over the, over the better part of the last week to keep this to keep this thing intact? Um, and then you know some parts of it that some people would argue um, that they might be they might be improving. I guess just what can you speak on in terms of Cadillac Williams recruiting efforts in, in nine plus days as, as Auburn's interim coach? Yeah. I mean, I think they're doing the absolute you know best job that they can given the situation. I think they're doing a pretty good job at that. People have asked on the board, you know, you, will they, what will they keep doing when they think, you know, they're not going to be retained or whatever. Look, you've got to work until the very last day you're contracted by Auburn to do so. Um, and right now they still have three more games ahead and, you know, two more home games, which means two more recruiting weekends. And you can see kind of the work they're putting in with just the visitor list this weekend. I mean, all these Florida guys that are coming up, a lot of that is tied to Rock Bellantoni, Auburn's edge coach, who's coached in Florida for quite a while before Auburn and has a lot of ties down there. And he's getting those kids to come up and visit this weekend. You know, the 2024 list of Florida kids is nuts. And that may be where Auburn can make the most headway kind of moving forward. But I mean, I think the staff has worked pretty darn well so far. It's been shuffling some things around a little bit. You know, Darren Usher, the former director of recruiting, is gone. And so Stephen Ruzik, who was the director of player personnel, kind of got elevated and is in charge of personnel and recruiting now. And so he's had to take on a bigger load. Other guys have had to take on a bigger load as well. But so far, it's been just about seamless. And I think in certain areas it's been even better you know jason wrote about him last week when he was offered joseph phillips um linebacker out of booker t washington in tuskegee auburn was his first offer penn state offers i think a couple hours later um and troy follows up not long after that i think previously i don't know if auburn's staff pulls the trigger and is the first offer there i think they might have wanted a slow play and yes gonna wait and see a little bit and now auburn pulls the trigger and you know they're the first offer and that is a big deal especially when you're the kind of hometown school there a little bit. That's a big deal. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Yeah, it's something we talked about, um, and it, this this goes beyond Brian Harson. It went back to Gus Malzahn as well. Auburn not being early enough, even on in-state kids, and it you know sometimes it might not matter. 
a lot of times it does. And, and, you know, I, who knows for Joseph Phillips, it might not have mattered. He, he's a guy that grew up Auburn, but you know what it does now is it, 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 he says, Hey, and those guys in that place, they liked me and saw my potential. And that's what it is for a lot of these kids, especially, you know, guys like him, he's pretty raw, but really athletic. And we're going to get a chance to see him Friday night, uh, you know, Booker T and we're going to chance to see history. It's the first playoff game they've ever hosted as a school. And, uh, and so watching, you get a chance while Booker T. Aniston's going to be there with a loaded roster of prospects. A bunch of those guys will be you know, staying in and going to the game on Saturday. A lot of them are 20, 24, 25. So they're young guys. So you're right, Christian. This is not just about this class. This is one of those kind of, you know, benchmark um, that, that sets the tone for the future of Auburn football. Again, no matter who the coach is, I think, I think you can have an impact like that this weekend. Another good question here from James. This is kind of the direction. I actually does a pretty good job of tying in everything I kind of wanted to end on, which was, I don't really know how I wanted to say it, but guys like you guys have mentioned, like Ruben Bain, the couple five stars from Montgomery, guys that you feel like Auburn might be on the fence for. Um, I guess we'll, starting with you, Christian, what, is the, what does the next head coach need to do in order to stay in with those guys? Um, and then in, in James question in particular was what's the likelihood of Auburn getting Bain in a combination of the Montgomery duo just because those are guys that you've mentioned number one important pieces defensive line tends to be pretty important to recruit at um, and number two we've been mentioning over the past month or so that Auburn feels really good about those guys that was when the previous staff was in place I know that Bain is a big rock bell and Tony guy I know that's that's probably something you're you're going to mention but um, it's just starting with you Christian you know the, the guys that seem to be maybe close to pulling the trigger at least relatively for Auburn, what do they need to do over the next month to, you know, to at the end of this say, Hey, they got a five-star out of this. Hey, they got a huge target in, in Ruben Bain out of this. Yeah. I mean, it's what I've talked about a little bit. It's just right now it's going to be very hard for this staff to get a commit. I think maybe you can get one or two, but you've just got to keep them interested. You've got to sell them on Auburn, which is exactly what will happen this weekend. You just keep them interested. You're getting them back. That's the biggest thing. You've just got to get them to hold off. You know, don't commit elsewhere. Just wait. Believe in Auburn. And there's no one better than Cadillac Williams to try and sell them on Auburn to do that. So you've just got to keep them interested. And then as soon as the new staff is here, I mean, whoever it is, if it's Lane Kiffin, whoever, on the flight over to Auburn, they need to be calling James Smith and Quay Rousseau and Ruben Bain, telling them their vision for the program. Hey, come take a December official visit before signing day on December 21st. Um, and, you know, we want you to come in and see what we're all about. Um, and th th that's the biggest thing that this staff can do right now. Um, in, in terms of chances, I think it's kind of tough to tell just because you don't know who will be here. I would agree, Nathan, that Rock Bell and Tony, I mean, I think he plays a big part for Ruben Bain for sure. He's known the Bain family for a long time. And I mean, I went and saw James Smith and Quay Rusa get their uh, Under Armour All-American jerseys the other day. And you know, Quay Rusa said it. I didn't even have to prompt him. He said, I want them to keep um, – Rock Bell and Tony, and I want them to keep Zach Etheridge. Um, Zach Etheridge is their kind of area recruiter. So I'm sure that I'm sure Auburn hears stuff like that. By the way, I'm sure they I'm sure they catch wind of that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, Rock Bell and Tony is one of Auburn's. I, I honestly think he's one of Auburn's best recruiters, especially given his ties to the Florida area. So he'd be big for a lot of these guys, um, and it'll be interesting to see. In terms of chances, it's it's really hard to tell, but. Auburn is in it. 
the NIL is in a great spot. You know, if you didn't listen to the podcast that Nathan and Jason had earlier with Brett Whiteside with On to Victory, definitely listen to that. But On to Victory is in a great spot. NIL is in a great spot. And that's big for a lot of these big name five-star kids. So if you've got NIL set up, if you get the right coach in place that can sell the kids on, you know, the future of the program, these kids really love them some Auburn. It's just about, you know, what's it going to be like moving forward? Yeah, yeah for me, I, I think it's, it's pretty simple. It's something that Brian Harson didn't know enough of. I, I think whoever the new coach is on on the plane flight to Auburn, all these guys have to be, they, they need a phone call. I mean, before he hits the ground, before he's introduced as Auburn's head football coach, the first thing he needs to do is be on the phone with a lot of these top players and going, hey, look, new, it's, it's a new era. I'm taking over, but look, you're still our top priorities. Here's who we want you. This is important. I'm coming to see you as soon as I can and do those things. To me, it's all about love. They felt love from this Auburn staff. They continue to feel love. And if the new coach shows that same love, whoever it is, and says, hey, look, we're going to take care of you. We need you. There's a place for you right now. To me, it's all about right away. Um, you, you can't wait till till day six. Um, can't wait till you know, a couple of weeks down the line. You, you can't do those things. Um, that's, you know, that's the job of, of the new head football coach at Auburn is going to be connect with those recruits right away, immediately try to connect with as many. I mean, it's going to be a whirlwind. The month of December is going to be a whirlwind. Um, you know, and you, you'll have guys, if it's, if it's somebody that's hired that knows coaches in the state of Alabama, then it won't be as big of a deal maybe to, to connect with those guys, say, hey, come see us, I'm here now, whatever. But I still think you got to you got connections to make in recruiting side, got connections to make from the high school coaching side. Obviously, you got to hire staff. You're gonna have visits. You got transfer portal. I hope you know they're gonna be some some sleepless nights in the month of December, no matter who it is. But but that's that's the charge of the job. That's what it takes. It wasn't done anywhere close to good enough under the previous regime. You do that at Auburn, you can be successful. If Cadillac is retained on staff, somebody needs to get this dude a get this dude a pillow. So he's going to be going. He's, he's, he's going always been an energy guy. He's always been an energy guy. Um, this, I, I remember. That, I mean, as watching him as a player, he played offense. He was a really good defensive back that a lot of people said they thought he could be an NFL safety. Return kicks. He did. I'm like that's just who he's always been. Um, get him on the football field. He's ready to go. And we we left the uh, uh, press room. In Mississippi State, of course, that game went a little late. Somebody looked down at their phone and said, "Wow, it's already midnight." And then we look up, and he's getting ready to do the post game show with <laughs> with Andy. And we were like, "Buddy, you, <laughs> somebody needs to get this guy get this guy some rest." Um, man, it's crazy, you know. Between a spoiler alert, I'm putting together all our picks. Every single one of us picked Auburn to win this weekend. Between that and all the recruiting buzz we just talked about, uh, it's crazy, y'all. The, Ten days ago, they fired a head coach. You fired a head coach at a power program, and you feel a lot better about well, what the future looks like. And, and it's exactly why, you know, I, I wrote it the day after. Um, you know, the I can't even remember what game it was Arkansas game, but there comes a point where you're doing more harm than good, and especially in in this climate where you have to be so ready to go in December. This is this is the proof of why you make that decision during the season. This is it. If not, you're limping home 
these kids aren't visiting Saturday. There's no buzz. There's not, I mean, you have 65,000 people maybe. This is why it happens. This is why these moves are made. And it's unfortunate, but this, that's the climate that we live in in college football, and you can't waste a day. And it felt like Auburn was wasting days. And now those those days aren't being wasted anymore. And uh, you're already moving forward, even though you don't have a football coach. Yeah, for sure. I want to shout out Michael in the Facebook chat has had several comments about this is this is why Cadillac needs to be the next uh, the next head coach. I mean, hey, man, he's he's done a they, great job. They they win the next two and play Alabama toe to toe in Tuscaloosa. Never know. There'll be there'll be a lot more support. Um, he certainly. He certainly can at least um, acquit himself even better as because this is his first this is his first college assistant job period Correct. at Auburn. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, yeah, major college. He was at West Georgia before in a couple of sure, 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 but, yeah. But yeah, but no, he, and he's now coached one football game as head coach. Yep, that's it. Um, but I, I think here, here, having known him forever, not forever, for twenty five years now, uh, the thing that that stands out to me is. I don't. I never expected him to be this guy. It wasn't his personality, really. Now he loved Auburn and he's energetic and those things. But to see him come out of his shell in in this setting has been fun to watch. It really has. Because uh, I, I mean, he he admitted it. Yeah. I mean, he walks into press room Monday. He said, "Well, if I'd have known this was part of the job, I never would have taken it." Because it was it was in front of the media and the press. He's not a me person. I mean, you know, it's all about the the team. And sometimes it's hard to be and feel that guy as a head coach, but he's done it pretty darn well. Yeah, I thought it was funny. We're all walking up, uh, putting our recorders at the front. And he said, man, y'all are intimidating. And I sort of look around the room at all of the, all of the clientele that makes up the people who cover Auburn. I was like, I don't know if that's exactly the word. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's the word you're looking for. But, um all right, guys. Great show. I thought um, thought that was really good. Appreciate uh, appreciate you guys hopping on today and getting all that recruiting coverage out of the way. If you guys enjoyed the show, five star review, please, please, please. If you guys listen to this podcast multiple times a week, um, please go take some time out of your day to do that. We've had we've had a great season doing this show. I've really enjoyed it. I think Christian and Jason are killing it. I think everybody else who's been on here has been awesome. Um, so if you guys have enjoyed it, go uh, go give us some support because we're growing a little bit and we'd. Uh, We'd really appreciate it. So as always, the bumper music is by Beats by Mordecai. You guys can follow him on Twitter, SoundCloud, and Instagram until the next episode. We'll catch you guys later. Appreciate everybody listening. Michael coming in with the last second plug. Thank you for reminding me. He says, join the site. <laughs> we have a 50% off, uh, we have 50% off uh, promo right now at Auburn Undercover. We had a great live chat on the site last night, which went a couple hours, had a couple hundred comments about the coaching search. Um, been a lot of fun. No better time to join than right now. Still gonna, it's going to be 50% off until they hire a coach. So you got some time to think about it. But uh, once it starts getting to the end of things, you'll, you'll have to pull the trigger if that's what you want to do. So uh, go check that out, guys. AuburnUndercover.com. All right. We're going to get out of here. Appreciate everybody listening. We'll talk to you all soon.
The baseball season is in full swing, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every weekday as we recap every player from every game. We'll talk waiver wire ads, drops, players to trade for, prospects who could make an impact, and everything in between. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.